Okay, and we want to welcome our online audience on Facebook tonight as well. Uh, tonight's lesson is going to be on uh, reincarnation. So the good news is if we don't get it tonight, we can come back later and try it again. So, all right. Well, reincarnation, I think you'll find if you're talking to any uh, demographic of people, has become a very popular um, alternative to death. Uh, people will say, well, uh, they're going to come back as something else. They're not, they're not going to heaven or to hell. They're going to come back in another enlightened state. And, of course, this is very um, popular in Hollywood. And for many years, the poster child for reincarnation in Hollywood was Shirley MacLaine. I don't know many of you may remember her. Uh, I found a video clip of her, and I want, I want to show that, uh, her talking about reincarnation. Just to kind of set that up, because it's, it's kind of hard to tell since it's on a telephone. The lady's calling in uh, to Oprah, talking to Shirley McLean, saying our 20-month-old son had just recently passed away, and they felt like he was going to be coming back to them, and is basically asking uh, advice of one who believes in reincarnation. Your, first of all, it's your thoughts, so it's your truth. It's your... Okay, just stop it one more time. Did you catch what she said? said, first off, it's your thoughts, it's your truth. Remember, last time we met, we talked about relativism. This is relativism, you know, at its, I guess you'd say at its finest, but also at its worst. Saying, yes, this is your truth. Your heart is not feeling, so it's your truth. Second of all, the large cosmic universal absolute truth to me is that nothing ever dies. And everything is simply in a state of transition. Nature teaches us that. Look at it. It comes up every spring and dies every winter. So-called dies. I, I think in terms of how to bear such a tragedy is to respect the free will of that soul, which was not only 20 months old. That was a very old soul. Obviously teaching you and your husband something. And now because you brought that to this show, that we're going to do as Oprah has, teaching them something. When someone dies, respect their need to do it. Because the death is only an expansion into a much higher consciousness. It is a rebirth. The death is only a transition to a much grander life. We like to think this is all there is. That's the beauty of this philosophy. And in what I think is the giant truth. Nothing ever dies. So that soul is not a little soul. It's a grand soul who's done that. I think you'll feel guidance from him if you leave yourself open to do it. Thank you for, for, for calling. And Shay? That's the comfort that was given to a mother grieving the loss of a 20-month-old child. 
don't mourn because nothing or no one ever really dies. They're a much older soul. They're going to come back. They came into your life to teach you something. And now because you're calling into this show, all these other people can learn something. And just don't worry about it because they've gone on to a higher consciousness. The Greek word for that is baloney. Talking, and you notice at the beginning of the clip, it was, this is your truth, your thoughts, your ideas. But did you catch towards the end of the clip, she said, talking about um, reincarnation, that I believe this is a part of the greater, grander truth. Okay. She's already said you can make your own truth up, and now she's saying this is truth. I believe this is very typical of, especially Hollywood reincarnation, but most people, this, that's where they get their theology from is Hollywood. And they believe that this is, this is true. There's all the time TV shows or news tabloids, something that's saying they have proven reincarnation is true. Um, again, I've never seen their evidence, how they prove it. Uh, we'll see later in the lesson that deja vu is one of the things that they say proves reincarnation because you've had the sensation that you've done something before. But where the idea of reincarnation comes from is it's a Hindu teaching. It teaches that when, you're, when you die, your soul does not go to heaven or hell, but instead it goes into some kind of other body on earth. Now the body can be an insect, a fish, an animal, or a human. Hindus are vegetarians for this reason and they won't even kill the pests that are on the crops. Right here I see a problem with um, reincarnation. Look at this cartoon here. It says, this is the bug on the windshield saying, don't worry about my little aches and pains. The important thing is for you to be happy. And the guy driving saying, Mom, is that you? Okay. We may, may decide, okay, we believe in reincarnation. We're going to be vegetarians. We're not going to treat our crops. Okay. I take a step outside and I step on an ant. What if that ant was my ant? Or anytime you drive your car, how many times do you drive and there's not a bug that hits the windshield? See, this is where it all starts to break down. If you believe you step on an insect that may not even be big enough to see. Um, another famous individual, Ed, Edgar Cayce, uh, if, you, if you've not read anything about him, he was a interesting individual. He was called the Sleeping Prophet. And what would happen, he would uh, go to sleep and he would have all these supposed ideas and prophecies um, come to him. And uh, one time he had an issue wrong physically and he went into this state of trance and came back out and told the doctors what to do to fix it and it fixed it and whatever. Um, but when he and some others started bringing this idea into Western civilization, they thought, well, 
to the Western world, it's not going to be too attractive to say that when you die, you're going to become a honeybee or a butterfly. So, knowing that the Western world really likes evolution, they said, okay, we're going to introduce this reincarnation in America, and it's going to be that you don't ever regress. You may start out as a, um, an ant, and later you may be a butterfly, then you might be a cow, then you might be a monkey, then you would be a human. You never go back once you die to a lower form. So that was more attractive. I, I know that's more attractive to me. If I'm a human knowing that I'm not going to die and, and become an insect or some other sort of animal, so that, that became the popular idea here in America. And when you die, if you're a human and you die, when you come back, your karma is going to determine whether you come back wealthy or come back poor. If you're in a, uh, grow up in an abusive household or if you come back in your, you know, amazing family and millions of dollars and huge mansions. That depends on the good and the bad that you do in this life will be what you come back with in the next life. And I guess if you're not good enough to even come back with a bad life, you're reabsorbed into the oneness of the cosmos or whatever. See, a lot of this stuff, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I didn't spend a lot of time delving into it. I thought, how crazy is this? Anyway. But one of the most important attractions that people have to this is with this Hindu theology, with this idea of reincarnation, like many other ideas that we've talked about in past months and weeks, it's attractive because there is no God that you're accountable to. There is no heaven, there is no hell, so there's no eternal punishment. Anything that you get in the next life is what you deserve from this life. So if you come back wealthy, well, you must have had a good life this time. If you come back poor, you must have really done some rotten things in this life. But there's no accountability. You always get what you deserve based on your karma. So what we want to look at now, because I'm, if you don't know someone that believes, maybe not necessarily reincarnation, but karma itself, I think a lot of people we're seeing, especially younger people coming up, have this idea of karma, what goes around comes around. Um, I prefer to think vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You know, God is going to be the one who uh, gives to us what we deserve or don't deserve. But some of the arguments for reincarnation, the first argument they'll say is, well, it solves the problem of evil karmic reincarnation by viewing it in terms of punishment and reward. People suffer or prosper, prosper based on their 
actions in a past life, so everyone is only getting what they deserve. This does not solve the problem of evil. Okay, you may be getting in this life what you deserve because of the last life. That life, you got what you deserve from the life before. Eventually, you have to reach a starting point. You had to be some being to begin with. So, with no previous life to explain, the first life, that means, well, evil is eternal because if, if there's not a neutral beginning spot, then evil has to be eternal, which just makes the problem worse, doesn't solve it. Second, reincarnational recall proves reincarnation. In addition to deja vu, recall types can be spontaneous, hypnotic, or psychic. Well, first off, deja vu is def defined as an illusion. It's an illusion of already having experienced something that you actually experienced before. I'm having deja vu right now. Um, I feel like I've explained this before. No, the, the illusion of having already experienced something actually being experienced for the first time. That would be, the, say, the first time you rode a roller coaster. You step on it and you have the sensation, well, I've done this before. Um, like Yogi Berra said, it's deja vu all over again. You know, that sensation. But it's a... Um, Sorry, I lost my place. Usually these deja vu feelings happen with people and places that you're already familiar with, not people and places that you've never been to. It's a familiar sensation. Um, this spontaneous recall has never happened under scientific conditions. Um, the hypnotic recall is highly unreliable. It mentions here the example of Bridie Murphy. Is anyone in, familiar with with that, with Bridie Murphy? You heard the name. Um, looking into it, what it boils down to is there was this uh, lady. She said that in a previous life that her name was Bridie Murphy, and she was from... I believe it was either Ireland or Scotland, and she would tell of all these places that um, she had been to there, and her husband's name, and these things, and the time difference between when Bridie Murphy lived and died to when, um, I'm sorry, I don't know this lady's name, but she was an American, to when she was born was like, I think 30, 40 years, so there was a, a gap there, but it was a a relatively recent gap. So she was recounting all these things of her life as Bridie Murphy in a previous life. So they went to Ireland to check out the facts. The people she mentioned, there was no record of. The places that she described weren't exactly as she had described them through the uh, hypnotic um, recall, it was a fraud. Now I'm sure these were things that she believed herself, but 
it turned out not to be true. And and I've often wondered this about psychics as well, especially like you call a psychic hotline. They start telling you these things about your past life or whatever. How do you know they're telling the truth? They could tell you anything and you're just taking their word for it. There's no basis for truth. Also, people have these deja vu sensations or whatever and it's usually a famous people. You don't are hardly hear if somebody say, well I remember um, such and such that lived on 10th Street in Etowah, Tennessee in 1934. It's always a president, a celebrity, whatever. Then these people say, well I'm the reincarnated Jesus Christ or I'm the reincarnated Elvis Presley. The problem with that is at any given time, there's at least more than one person claiming to be the reincarnated Jesus or the reincarnated Elvis or whoever. So if there's more than one, again, that's a fraud. They'll argue that the Bible teaches reincarnation, that John the Baptist was a reincarnation of Elijah, and Jesus told us that we must be born again into a new body at death. This is taking scripture out of context. Matthew eleven fourteen, that they used to claim that the Bible teaches reincarnation, it is merely saying that John came in the spirit and power of Elijah. Actually, that's Luke 1, 7. He was not Elijah reincarnated. He came in the power and spirit of Elijah. See, since Elijah never died, he was taken up in the whirlwind. He never died, so how could he be reincarnated if he did not die? Also, the new birth that Jesus talked about was not a leaving this life and coming back to this life. It was leaving this life and going to either heaven or hell in an eternal body not a reincarnation. And they'll also say, well, Christianity once taught uh, reincarnation but was later removed by church councils. Apparently there is no evidence and the early church fathers actually spoke against it. So how do we respond as Christians if we meet someone or know someone that believes in this um, Buddhist idea, ideology of reincarnation. Well, first off, the atonement of Jesus Christ makes reincarnation unnecessary. And the resurrection of the body makes reincarnation impossible. Nowhere in the Bible are we taught that if you live this life poorly, you're going to have a second chance to come back and relive it. It actually says quite the opposite. Hebrews 9.27 And inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die, notice what it says, once. It doesn't say appointed to man to die and try again. It says he will die once and after this comes judgment not coming back again. We have this life. The Bible says 
three score ten, 70 years. You know, some folks don't live that long, some people live well past it, but that's about the median age, 70 years. Jesus did not teach, do your best that you can in this life, and if you mess it up, you can try again later. No, he said that this is the only shot we've got. Repent because the kingdom of heaven is near. You know, it's, it's wishful thinking to think that we get a second chance. And that's where we have to be on the front lines of evangelism fighting this lie of Satan. And that's exactly what it is along with all these other false religions and other strange ideas. It is a lie of the devil. And he knows that he can use that to steal people away from Christianity, from the gospel, away from the Lord. But it, it's so attractive because it's that idea of, well, everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody is going to make mistakes. We're going to have another shot at this. But biblically, we've got to know that that's not at all what Scripture says. It appointed once for man to die, and after that, the judgment. All right, any questions or comments? I feel like, feel like I need to be reincarnated to come back and teach this over. I kind of stumbled over some of it, so if you have any questions or anything you'd like to add, you know, please do so. We've got a few minutes, so. What's that? Exactly. Right. Exactly right. They do have the part right about the soul is eternal. Um, but it doesn't... Um, I guess a good analogy would be in, in, in Hinduism, the soul is recycled. In Christianity, the soul is either useful for eternity or is thrown to the garbage dump. You know, there's no recycling of the soul. It goes on to heaven or it is eternally in hell. So that would be a one, a good way to talk to someone is, well, you already believe this, but let me show you how you're wrong on this part where you won't come back. This is a one-time thing. So, so yeah, good point. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the idea of reaping what you sow is a biblical idea. Uh, however, we know that our salvation doesn't come from works. They're counting on works for a better life. Um, you know, we're here as Christians this is the most hell that we'll ever know. And for them, they think, well, yeah, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to come back in a mansion. This is all the heaven they're ever going to know. So there are some concepts. The eternity of the soul, the um, divine payment for the works done in this body, 
those ideas are there. But those works don't save us and we don't get to try again. That's kind of like on those uh, video games, you put in another quarter and you get to keep going. When we die, we're out of change. So that's game over. So, yes. You will be reincarnated. Yes. In heaven. Yes. 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 When uh, probably a better term for that would be transition or remade. Because yes, we will. When we rise, we're going to get a new body. We're going to be in a new heaven, a new earth. This flimsy stuff here is going to be gone. Uh, it's hard to imagine what that new body is going to be like. Because we know what this body is like. We know aches and pains and you know hunger, thirst, tiredness, excitement, anxiousness. And that new body we're not going to carry that into it. So we're going to be made new. The the reincarnated body, well you might be made into something better. You might be made into something worse. But you're never new. You're just going through it over and over again. We have so much more hope. Because their hope is in finances and things and materialism. Where our hope is in heaven. Where we store our treasures at. we got so much to look forward to. We don't have to look forward to another time around. Thank you, Bob. Anybody else? Does anybody know anybody that's been reincarnated? You've had deja vu? That's because you had. That, that's not a recurring feeling, that's a recurring event. By that same logic, I remember uh, you telling me about a guy that you worked with that claimed, and this is true, this, this, this the story really happened, not the event, said that he had been abducted by aliens, and the proof he had is that when the aliens bring you back, they wipe your memory, he had no memory of being abducted. Therefore, he had been abducted by aliens. That's not even deja vu. That's just strange reasoning. Yeah, so. You, you say that was on third shift? I, I imagine that's a little scarier. All right, anybody got anything else before we transition? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you to our uh, live stream audience for joining us, and we will uh, hope you'll join us again next week.